Welcome to another edition of Flea Market Fantasy, the world's second greatest Bronze Age era comic book podcast. Joining me as always is uh, new Mike L, Kevin Jake. Stay out of River Dan. That's, that's <laughs> well, the only Archie thing I know. It's from The Simpsons. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a Moose Mason imitation, I believe? But we'll see. Uh, we'll confirm. Yes, today we are reading Archie, issue 312 from 1982. This is an mm-hmm. odd choice. Think, why are you picking Archie? Well... We have a, a loyal supporter of the show who, uh, his real name's Eric, but we call him DOT fan. And he requested to do Archie. DOT fan, are you there? I'm right here. Now, uh, what is it about Archie that, uh, you enjoy so much? Well, I actually was just thinking about it. I got started reading Archie because, uh, my dad, because he oh, used to read Archie. And then my grandpa, my grandma kept all his old, comic books and stuff so she was showing them to me one time me and my brother and so we started reading them so we got that's how we got into Archie and then there was also a cartoon show on in the mid 90s I want to say or early 90s that we watched sometimes too but we like the comic books more well that's a nice story a good family connection there that's what we like to yep. hear on the flea market family when you found your grandpa's stack of comics were you hoping they were something <laughs> else <laughs> No, well, it was my dad. I don't think my no. It was my my grandma wouldn't have shown it to me if it was anything else. But I'll say this: uh, this Archie, it gets a little saucy. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. I don't. This that was new to me. I I don't remember seeing anything like that in the Archies I read. Yeah, I, I was taken aback by a few of the lines in this book. Yeah. But, Although it's hard to tell if anything ever actually happens or not. I think yeah. it's just a lot of Three's Company, you know, think people mishearing things. Yeah. Right. Taking things out of context and running with them. <laughs> yeah, I don't All think right, Archie's but... last name was Epstein. Alright, so uh before we get into this, let's remind everybody if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. I checked today, Jack, one hundred and seventy four subscribers. Holy hell. That's yeah, quite wow. a jump. Yeah, good jump there. And uh also the t-shirts are available, merch.19books.com. DOT fan bought seven t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> let me just give my endorsement. I was, I was wearing my flea market fantasy shirt last night, yesterday, nice. and it was awesome. So I don't know, what it, what's the name of that character that's on it again? Uh King Cadaver. Yeah, King Cadaver. Oh, King yeah. Cadaver. <laughs> yeah. A classic. Did, uh, when you were wearing the shirt, were you just lots of women just chasing you down in the streets? <laughs> oh yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't leave. I didn't leave my house because I was afraid of that. That's only when he wears the Cham shirt. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, that's another that. shirt. I well, I got the the triangle of sadness. Isn't that referencing your uh, fantasy football championship loss? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. That's for the LCS hockey radio show. That is not for my fantasy. Well, we'll talk about that. Some it other should time. be next year once you lose in the championship. Game. <laughs> officially yeah, have especially if you lose to me again. Like triangle. <laughs> <laughs> just because I lost two years in a row doesn't mean anything. All right. But anyway, please like and subscribe on YouTube. All right. So Archie, let's get into this now. And Archie's one of those things like I feel like I know all about, even though I don't recall ever reading an Archie book. But somehow exactly. growing up, uh, I was, again, I was born in 75. So growing up, you just are always around Archie. It seems like Archie's yeah. always around, but I don't know. I never read any of it. He's like, yeah, he's like everywhere, like Mickey Mouse almost. We're just like, I don't know how I know this. I'm not watching Disney cartoons, like I'm not yeah. watching Steamboat Willie, but somehow I know all about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's right. So weird. So uh, Archie is published by Archie Comics. What a coincidence! 
And uh, it, that was founded in 1939. First, it was called MLJ Magazines. And uh, the publish, one of the publishers was a fellow named John L. Goldwater. And he and artist Bob Montana and writer Vic Bloom created the initial Archie characters in 1941. They first appeared in Pep Comics, issue 22 in 1941. I'm sure, D.O.T. fan, you're a big fan of Pep Comics, right? I, I actually, I may have a few of those, and there was some other wow. ones you'll probably jump on in a few wow. minutes. But, that is yeah. impressive, yeah. So the, the first Archie Comics title was published in 1942. Uh, with issue 70, the title was shortened to just Archie. And the series ran for 666 issues, ending in <laughs> 2015. Yeah. Oh, that must lot. be intentional to end it right there. <laughs> like, yeah, the the, on the mark of the beast. Do you know anything about that? Why they ended on 666? No, I was just looking and I saw that they're – their main uh, editor died a couple of years ago, but that was after that ended. I think I'm guessing what might have happened is maybe they were get, focusing on that Riverdale TV show more. I don't know though. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. When did that start, Riverdale? Because I think that started around then. Yeah. So you know, there they was ended the f- a series. I don't know if it came off of this main series or not, but there wasn't like Archie Afterlife series where like Archie died and like went to hell. Yeah, and stuff. Like, oh. that's what I was gonna say. they've they've gone dark with Archie a little bit the last few. Yeah, years. there's like a thousand Archie series. There's so many different ones. But that, <laughs> that, that the Punisher, he met the Predator. Yeah, like, he's yeah. Like, sixty six. Yeah, he did all these <laughs> things. And but that initial Archie book ran six hundred sixty six issues. And then they uh, rebooted it that same year with a new design and a new look to make it hipper. You know? mm-hmm. And I think the artist was, uh, what's her name? Finola Staples, is that the name? And <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? That lady? No, I have no idea. She's a really good artist. And uh, I'm probably butchering her name. But yeah, someone will know what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, this ser- that series then ran for 32 issues. And then they said, you know what, let's just pick up the old numbering. So they reverted back. And uh, so issue 33 was then issue 699. And they kept trucking from there. So okay. it's Archie, man. There's no stopping them. Yeah. yeah. Even though it seems like they just kind of repeat the same story over and over again. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, if you had a gear subscription to Archie, you're getting a lot of the same story. Like, at least 40 well, yeah, times he's going to get into weird innuendos that you know get out yeah of and i actually i had a subscription to some digest and stuff a couple of years ago but then it was just like you said they kind of rerun old stories the, the only thing i don't like about that is sometimes the art changes because they'll run an old story from like the 40s and so the art is oh, so yeah. different in the issue it's kind of jarring and yeah but, but i mean usually they put in they throw in like a new story and issue so it is if you if you want a new story like that's how you get it but the other the other thing they do that's kind of nice is they have a newsletter you can sign up for, and they'll put <laughs> like um, panels and stories in that too for free and give you like a free issue. Wow! Every month, <laughs> DOT fans signing up the newsletters and stuff. Yeah, because uh, I like uh, look Archie Comics has a website, you know, and it seems like a quite the operation. He's Archie Comics, and I'm just wondering who's still reading Archie Comics in 2023 <laughs> or well 24 or what year is this? Like who's the DOT fan? <laughs> So do you still buy, like, the newer ones, DOT? Well, no, that's what I was going to say is I, I had a subscription to, like, three of the digests, and so they'd come and I'd try and get through them and stuff. But as you know, I'm I'm very busy, so yeah, I, I have, like, a, a backlog of, of issues, and, and plus, like, my dad's old issues and everything, so I'm 
I'm full up on Archie, so I actually ended my yeah, subscription when it just when it just <laughs> expired. I just let it go. So. Yeah. Well, I guess with Riverdale, maybe there's a resurgence in popularity for Archie. But, uh, yeah, yeah I know they have a new Netflix series where it's set like it, it's an Indian series, but it's in English. Have you heard about that? I have not. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I, I don't have Netflix anymore where I'd watch it, but I guess it, I don't know how popular it is, but they're trying to bring it to Netflix. Yeah, so what's the basic thing we're dealing here with? Uh, there's a town called Riverdale, right? Mm-hmm. You know, live in River. Do we know what state that is in? I don't know. Yeah. I know the main <laughs> headquarters is in New York. Oh yeah, for Archie Comics, yeah. yeah I think yeah, Pelham, New York. Something I like think that. it's kind of. I think it's kind of supposed to be like Springfield, like in the Simpsons, like it could be anywhere. Yeah. And our main character is a fellow named Archie Andrews. And he's a redheaded fella. All these kids are in high school, you know, right? Yes. They're in high school. Perpetually in high school. Yeah. And, uh, DOT fan, what is Archie? He's just, uh, he's always horny for uh, Veronica or Betty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always in the love triangle. And I was going to say, they had a, they had a storyline. I never explored it, but, uh, they had a, a grouping of like comics or a, a you wouldn't call it a digest, but it's, I guess it's like a collection is what you'd say or a book. And uh, they had a storyline where it was set in the future and he got married to one of them. But I don't know who it was. I didn't I didn't <laughs> look into it or anything, but I remember they, they played that up. I bet it was like a twist and he married Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so the two uh, main love interests, Betty Cooper, she's the blonde, and Veronica Lodge is the uh, brunette. And Veronica's family is very rich, I believe, right? Right. Now, there was a third girl, too, and she's not in this issue. She comes on in the, I want to say the 90s or maybe the late 80s, but her name was um, Cheryl Blossom. And she was Redhead Vixen. She she got her own book then as well. Man, they spin off all these characters in their own books. Yeah. (laughs) The other other prominent original characters, like Jank mentioned, Jughead Jones. That's Archie's best pal, and he always wears a wacky hat. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a crown. Yeah. Yep. That's how we know. So, but Jughead's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, a slacker kind of guy? Is that right? Or That's the impression I, I always know. got. I yeah, was... he's probably like the shaggy of the group, where he's kind of very stoned all the time. <laughs> That's my impression. <laughs> but they couldn't say it because it's, you know, clean in 50s. That's right. That's what the, that's what the crown <laughs> means. And then yeah. we have uh, Reggie Mantle, and this is like Archie's uh, arch nemesis, Reggie, a black-haired <laughs> Yeah, he's like the bully. Yeah. And then we have Moose Mason. He's like a big dopey guy. Uh, he's probably a football player, right, Moose Mason? Yep. Seems like it. And then his girlfriend is Midge Clump. <laughs> <laughs> right away, you got to change that name. <laughs> like named Midge years Clump. of reading Archie comics, and I this is the first time I ever knew her last name. <laughs> uh, there are a few other characters in this Archie world. Uh, Sabrina Spellman, that's the old yeah. teenage witch. Yeah. Sabrina yep. the teenage witch. How about that? True. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, right. Uh, Katie Keene crossover. Does anyone know who Katie Keene is? I've heard of her. I don't remember who she is exactly. Apparently, she got her own show on one of them, uh, Netflix or something. 
It's like a well, live action. Say, maybe it was CW. Oh yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. What was her shtick? I think the TV show. She's like she goes to the big city to get into fashion design or something. If I remember yeah, correctly, yeah, like a model or something. Yeah, Katie hmm. Keene. But yeah, I was surprised about the old Sabrina, the teenage witch. I had no idea she was connected to Archie. Yeah, that I did know. Yeah. Well, look at that. All right, so the creators for this book we're reading today, uh, the writer is a fellow named George Glader, G-L-A-D-I-R. And uh, he was born in New York in 1925, died in 2013 at the age of 87. He served in World War II and was a German prisoner of war after taking part in the Normandy invasion. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is a guy right here. Holy hell. (laughs) And uh, he became a comic book writer in 1959. He wrote several Archie titles, including Archie's pal Jughead, Reggie and Me, Betty and Me, and primarily Archie's (laughs) girls, Betty and Veronica. Like I said, they have a thousand different books about Archie. It is crazy. And again, there's not that big a variety of stories. So how do you fill up this many books? (laughs) And uh, he co-created Sabrina Spellman, the old teenage witch. In the early 1960s, he started writing for Cracked. I loved Cracked. Oh, nice. Me too. He oh, became cool. their head writer. He worked there for 30 years, and he wrote more than 2,000 pages of Cracked magazine. Oh, this guy's an icon. <laughs> so that, so <laughs> he that's the best writer. I don't know who will. All right, so that's the writer. <laughs> now, the artist for this book is Dan DiCarlo Jr. He is the son of artist Dan DiCarlo who broke into the comics in 1947 with Timely Comics and drew the teenage humored series Genie under the guidance of editor-in-chief Stan Lee, who then moved to Carlo to Millie the Model, and he spent 10 years on that series. So uh, the, the senior to Carlo, in 1960, he and Stan Lee created Willie Lumpkin, oh. a syndicated comic strip about a suburban mailman, and Lumpkin uh, popped up in the Fantastic Four then. Mm-hmm. He was their the mailman. mailman. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the Who's dad starts the I missed that. Uh, Willie Lumpkin. <laughs> Never heard of him. Stanley played him in at least one of those fantastic Yes, that's right. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, okay. the senior DiCarlo started freelancing for Archie Comics in the 1950s. He created the characters Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Josie and the Pussycats, and Cheryl Blossom. Josie was based on his wife, Josie, who was a French model <laughs> he met in Belgium during World War II. Wow, this guy. Wow. He did not invent Katie Keene. He was doing really the model, and then, like, (laughs) he couldn't come up with another model. (laughs) Uh, So Dan DiCarlo Jr., the artist of this book, he was born in 1948. Sadly, he died in 1990 of stomach cancer at the age of 42. Oh. Yeah, it gets worse. So the anchor for this book is James DiCarlo, his twin brother. Not long after Dan died of stomach cancer, like less than a year later, James had suffered a major stroke and died shortly after. So they both were dead like 43 years old. How crushing is that for a family? Good Lord. It's like that Legend of the Iron Claw or whatever movie. (laughs) Yeah, on Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So their father uh, lived until 2001, and he passed away at the age of 82. Their mother, the original Josie from Josie and the Pussycats, she died in 2012 at the age of 88. But they lost their two kids. Good Lord. Sad. So uh, try to forget all that when we're reading this book. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's try to focus on the happy stuff. And the hijinks that are yeah, going on in this book. 
All right. Well, Jank, why don't you uh, describe this uh, cover for us? I, I picked this uh, issue just because of the cover. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't really come into play at all in this comic, but no, I guess they thought it was all. a cool pinup or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they got the, they really want you to know Archie because they put his name on here a bunch. Uh, we got <laughs> yes. Archie Comics group across the top and then we got a border on the side. This is Archie series, uh, to narrow it down, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And then we got in, sandwiched in between those, we got the Archie logo itself and Archie's sitting atop there. He's kind of got a book on his head. Somebody, you know, book checked him real good. It's probably that jerk Reggie. And, uh, uh <laughs> so then down below, we kind of got the the actual cover image itself. Uh, it takes up maybe two-thirds of the page. Uh, the rest is all that, that logo nonsense. But then uh, we got we, uh, Archie is there. He's dressed like a football player. He's got his helmet off. He's kind of, you know, leaning against the wall talking to Betty there. And uh, Veronica's coming in all mad. She says, now I know why your favorite play is the quarterback sneak. Yeah, sneaking around with I Betty. I think that's Betty. I think that's I, one of the opposing cheerleaders. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's that could be. Yeah. Yeah. See how, see how Veronica has a cheerleader outfit on. Yeah, Veronica is in the blue Riverdale outfit, and this uh, this girl's in a C, a red shirt with a C on it. Yeah. So that's a good point, the OT fan. But yeah, it is a foxy blonde. So. Yep. But uh, this this Archie, he gets around, man. <laughs> this could be Sabrina the Teenage Witch right there. <laughs> you never know, <laughs> but like uh, the, I can see the cover sign Dan DeCarlo. So I'm guessing this is the dad, but I don't know. It could have been the son who just didn't sign a junior. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy how the DeCarlo family all did Archie, and the the, the one son inked it, the other son drew it. So, but uh, Dot fan, this is pretty standard for Archie covers, right? Like just Archie doing something yeah. with two girls. And- I- and I was going to say, like, that's the other thing that I kind of like about Archie is, like, you always know what you're going to get. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like you said, it's, it's a plus and a minus. Like, you kind of have the same stories, but they do different stuff with it. Like, they've, they've done, like, where Archie was, like, transported in the future and they go in a time machine into the past and all this stuff. So they kind of mix it up, even though the characters always stay the same. It seems like they could just uh, do the same story like 10 years apart and no one would notice, right? Like they could, oh, that one's going, let's just keep recycling the stories. No, oh, yeah. Catch yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they throw, they only have like one new issue at a digest because they can just recycle old ones. <laughs> so we open it up and uh, it says John Goldwater presents Vexation Situation, starring Archie. And we see Archie in his Riverdale Letterman sweater, and he's chasing down Veronica, and he's calling her, Ronnie, Ronnie, wait up. And she's like, I can't stop now, Archie. I'm in a hurry to talk to Daddy about getting a new sports car. Wow, what a life this Veronica leads. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go tell her Daddy she wants a new sports car. (laughs) I've had that other one for a week now. It's time for a new one. (laughs) I've heard that one already. Yeah, yeah, DOT fan making a joke about my car. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so Archie's talking to Veronica there and he's like, uh, hey, well, all right, okay, I'll go over to Betty's. And she's like, No, wait, why do these Veronica and Betty they they're pretty awesome, you know? They're like really yeah. why do they give a dang about this Archie character? You know? He's yeah, this gawky looking redhead with yeah. you know, freckles all over his face, like I don't know. With about a, that, uh, t- yeah, he seems cool. 
<laughs> yeah. Archie's got a tic-tac-toe board in his head, too. He always has that on the side of his head. But yeah. um, what is it about this Archie that gets all the women crazy, DOT fan? Is he, uh, is he hung like a horse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's not they're not into his jalopy car. <laughs> yes, his jalopy. Sorry, so we see Veronica go talk to her old man, and he uh, he looks like Larry Tate on Bewitched. He's got the white hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say he kind of looks like Mr. Drysdale. Uh, yeah, miss, tell who's Mr. Drysdale. Uh, he's the banker guy on on Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, yeah, I was thinking he was an Archie fella. But who's the no. Archie guy? I'm thinking of uh, Witherby or Weathersby or Witherby. Oh yeah, Weatherby. That's the school That's... principal. All right, yeah, there you go. That's what I was thinking of. And he's a, he's a bald guy there, right? Right. He's a fat, jolly. Well, not so jolly, but sometimes <laughs> jolly bald guy. <laughs> All right. So uh, I like their father's name is Smithers, though. <laughs> Somebody at the Simpsons must be an Archie fan. <laughs> yeah. So she's saying, hey, Dad, I, got, I want a new uh, sports car there. And here's the brochure. And he says, no, I can't look now, Veronica. That Archie's out there. He's parking his car right between two of my cars. Man, this Lodge family, they have cars everywhere. Just uh, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, D.O.T. fan, you mentioned his jalopy. That, he pulled it in right, be, right between uh, Veronica's dad's cars. It's a red jalopy. So. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so, Jank, what's the whole premise of this little first story? It's just Archie is... Uh, yeah, Archie's doing things, and uh, this guy's really worried, because apparently whenever Archie comes over, bad stuff happens. He's always, you know, he's a klutz or, you know, a ne'er-do-well of some kind, and he's always doing things that mess up this guy's day. So he's just waiting for it. Like, oh, God, he's going to park him between my cars, and he's going to wreck at least one of them. Uh, but no, he doesn't. He just he pulls in, and it's like, oh. He did a good job. All right. There's no dents. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, let's talk about this sports car. He's like, wait, we can't do that. I got these high food bills. It's all Archie's <laughs> fault because he's here that much, I guess. High food bills. <laughs> we own like 75 cars, but the food bill. <laughs> this guy eats so many Teddy Grahams. <laughs> Putting us out of house and home. <laughs> when he catches Archie in the refrigerator, but Archie's not taking food out. He's putting food in. Yeah. Uh, brought you your favorite brownies. So they're definitely full of pot. <laughs> Archie's <laughs> yeah, they're all green. <laughs> so then Archie, he's finally sick of it, you know? So he goes storming off and he runs into the butler and uh, knocks over Smithers and they break all the, uh, the tea set and everything. And then uh, Veronica's dad's like, oh, thank God. Archie's, everything's back to normal. Archie's causing <laughs> trouble. So he can finally relax. Yep. And uh, he he says he'll buy Veronica her car now. She kisses Archie. And then Archie shows up at the uh, little uh, soda shop or whatever. And uh, there's some kid with glasses reading a book on Einstein. And he oh, says, that guy's Dilton. Wait, what's his name? His name is Dilton. Dilton. Yep. He's like the nerd <laughs> huh. guy. I've never encountered that name in my life. Dilton. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he says, uh, nothing is more difficult to understand than Einstein's theories. And then Archie walks in and says, you're wrong. Have you ever tried to understand the lodges? Ending punchline. So, yeah, this is like a little uh, collection of stories, each issue. 
Is this standard uh, DOT fan, like four stories in an issue or something? Yeah, I don't know. I can't give you, like, an exact number, but, yeah, they'll usually have, like, an Archie-focused one or diff- with different characters and stuff, and then they'll have, like, the next one where they have completely different characters. It's called uh, Little Jinx. They'll have something like that. Jinx. And sometimes, they, <laughs> sometimes they'd have a little Archie story in there where it's, like, all the Archie characters, but they're just young, like four and five or whatever. Oh, oh like yeah. Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah something like that. Young Scooby-Doo or whatever that was. So now we have Lil Jinx, and this is a little girl, a little blonde-haired girl. And uh, it's just a one-page, or half a page, actually, with uh, she's talking to her dad. And he's coming back. Three panels and done. It's like a Bazooka Joe comic, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there you go he's coming back from his golf game and she says hey how'd, how'd it go there daddy and he's like hey let, let me put it to you this way giant little jinx i got to hit the ball more times than anyone else in my group so, yeah she looks terrible. angry i don't know yeah. why he's so mad that her dad is bad at golf <laughs> but she was putting bets on this thing i don't know dot fan you a big little jinx fan <laughs> like little not jinx? really <laughs> no not really i actually i know that i now that you mentioned, I didn't super. I wasn't super into the little Archie stuff either. <laughs> yeah. So the bottom half of that same page, we get Archie's uh, gag bag, which is uh, two separate little four-panel strips with a little joke. Nothing too memorable here. I think it's best <laughs> we keep moving. All right. The next page, we have Archie <laughs> trivia time, and yeah. uh, there's a bunch of coded messages, Jack. Now we're we're gangbusters at these <laughs> coded messages. You sure uh, did, you, did you decode these? <laughs> uh, well, the code's pretty simple, but did I bother with it? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, you just it's one letter ahead of whatever letter it says. And it's you can a, also just go to the bottom of the page, and they have them all written yep. there. So why <laughs> <even> bother? <laughs> yeah, so why bother? bother. <laughs> and uh, the little trivia is all pretty stupid. A baseball will fly faster and farther through dry air than humid air. Wow, what a what a brain teaser! Yeah, I was hoping for like questions. <laughs> These are more just facts. These are Snapple facts before Snapple existed, I guess. Saltwater fish are not necessarily saltier than freshwater fish. <laughs> the letters Q, X, and Z—they do have more pepper. Are the least used in the alphabet. Yeah, <laughs> using <laughs> using cents, nickels, dimes, quarters, and half dollars. There are 293 ways to make change for a dollar. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I guess that's good to know. <laughs> I'll so use that at a bar someday. Thank you, Archie. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, next up, Archie in Bruised Ego. This one's weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> DOT fan, would you like to walk us through this one? Okay. Well, it starts up with uh, Archie seeing uh, Veronica and he says you got a bruise on your neck Veronica what happened and she said oh it's nothing to worry about and he said well anything that mars your perfection is my concern (laughs) and she said well if you have to know it was Reggie and she says his goodnight kiss last night was a little more enthusiastic than usual (laughs) and Archie kissed her bright red what is going on at Riverdale? Every guy dates every other girl, and all the girls are yeah. going to different guys. Like it's like free love at uh, Riverdale. Yes, and clearly Reggie's beating her. 
<laughs> yeah, Irish, some Irish <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he just gave her a very painful hickey. And uh, that's how he says goodnight. But, all right, so, uh, yeah, Archie's all mad now. And uh, and Veronica says, hey, you know, it's none of your business who I'm dating besides you, you know. Unless you put a ring on it, I'm free. <laughs> He's going around. And so what happens then, DOT fan? Well, then she says, uh, my bruises are my bruises, and how I got them <laughs> is strictly my affair. <laughs> my bruises hey. are my bruises. <laughs> That's pretty dark. Yes. <laughs> and she says, you're such a gentle kisser. Reggie has a nice change of pace. And then Archie starts screaming <laughs> and kicks a tree. And Betty's walking by and she's thinking, oh, my. And she's seeing Archie freaking out and she thinks, dear, dear. And so she asks Archie, what in the world is bothering you? And Archie says, Veronica is mixed up with bad company, a lower element, running with the wrong crowd. And Betty says, you mean Reggie, of course. Archie says, exactly. He kissed her and left a bruise on her neck. How brutal, how violent. And Betty says, a bruise? When did this barbaric bussing occur? Uh, Archie tells her last night. And Betty tells him, calm down. Veronica's just teasing you. She didn't even see Reggie last night. And Archie asked her how she knew that. And she said, because I was invited to her mother and father's anniversary dinner. And Archie asked her, uh, Ronnie was there? And Betty says, of course. Smithers opened a bottle of champagne. And Archie says, what about the bruise? And Betty explains the champagne cork popped, ricocheted off the chandelier, and hit Veronica in the neck. And <laughs> then Archie says, you mean that might have given her the bruise? And Betty, just to clear things up for all the readers, says that definitely gave her the bruise. <laughs> he, she says it turned blue before dinner was over. Oh, yeah. And Archie says that was wonderful. She was only teasing me, so he doesn't care that she got her neck all bruised, just that Reggie didn't do it. Yeah. Then he just and, kisses Betty right on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then right on the neck. Yeah. Going full yeah. hickey. <laughs> Somehow, usually when you're thanking someone for doing that, that's usually not a part of it. <laughs> like, oh, thank yeah, you. you. Made my day. <laughs> give me, let me give you a hickey. <laughs> do you think he slipped? Or what happened? <laughs> Which he's like, Archie. He says, and, ooh, you made me feel so good. And then he goes for the next. So I don't think he slipped. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading Archie for a long time. I've never seen him give anybody a hickey. Yeah, and then so she's <laughs> holding her neck. And she's like, wow, you're a real wild man when you're happy. And, uh. Uh, Archie goes off clicking his heels off in the distance, and then we see Betty and Veronica talking, and Veronica's like, hey, how'd you, how'd you get that bruise on your neck there? And, uh, and Betty says, hey, would you believe I was hit by a champagne cork? <laughs> and Veronica's like, I don't know. It's pretty fishy. So, yeah. That's the end of that story. Now, I don't understand the, the relationship between Betty and Veronica. Like, they seem to also be best friends, despite the fact that they're heated rivals for the <laughs> affections of Archie. Yes. Can you give us any insight into that DOT fan? Can you uh, explain Betty and Veronica? You mean their relationship? Yeah, are they like, be- they seem to be best friends, but they're both jealous of each other constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that sums it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's right. nothing much more to say than that. 
Do you have a preference between <laughs> Betty or Veronica, DOT fans? No, not really. <laughs> it seems, I wouldn't say they're written very different. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think Veronica, it seems like Veronica is more um, demanding and a little more strict. Or, uh, like she has a tighter grip on Archie. She wants to make sure Archie's hers. And Betty seems more, uh, you know, carefree and just. Uh, yeah, she like low maintenance. Yeah. But uh, I don't know which one I would prefer. I don't know. But I'm no competition for Archie, though. That's for sure. That guy. <laughs> Who is? Can't yeah. with him. So. Yeah, that guy actually drives his car. Another <laughs> good inside joke. All right, so yeah, uh, next story. It. Archie hats all, folks. Man, this yeah. one. Was rough. All right, so he's like. <laughs> went on way too long for <laughs> little of what was going on in it. Yeah, yeah those, I thought this is one of those stories where it could have been condensed into like the earlier one where it was just a couple panels. Yes. Yeah. I think so as well. <laughs> uh, we get the uh, Reggie in the first panel here. He's wearing like a Bill Cosby sweater and he's like pointing <laughs> over at uh, Archie and Archie's got a wacky got cap on his head. Kills in the people. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, what the heck is that thing? And Archie says, it's a Greek fisherman's cap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the story here and is by uh, Frank. Frank. And why are you wearing it? Because oh, it's the, mine. Why else? The, the story here is by Frank Doyle, though. We should point that out. It's a different writer. So, all right. But anyway. Yeah. And uh, why, it, because it's mine, then it's not a Greek fisherman's cap. Sure it is. It's authentic. And that's the joke for the rest of the, of the story. Just the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even Jughead joins in, and he's confused as well about why it could be a Greek fisherman's cap when it's Archie's cap. Um, mm-hmm. Like, where's the Greek fisherman? Off like a crybaby, and he's like, oh, you guys are clowns, comics, court jesters, buffoons, bah. And uh, he sees <laughs> Betty and Veronica, and he's like, hey, they'll, they'll cheer me up. And he's like, ready, and Jughead have been putting me on. They think they're so funny. Putting you on about what? About my cap. Gee, I think it's kind of cute. What do you think, Betty? I like it. It's a Greek fisherman's cap. Oh, that's too bad. I thought it was yours. Uh, He throws it away. (laughs) They they keep ribbing about it, too, you know. What happened to the Greek fisherman? Do you have to give it back? Does he know you've got his cap? Doesn't he mind you wearing it? Oh, man. This is hilarious. That was so many pages. (laughs) We condensed it, but it went on and on. All right, so I think we're up to the last one. Oh yeah, this one's by Frank Doyle as well. I should have researched Frank Doyle. I only researched the uh, first story. So uh, Archie the Tinker, he does some tinking, all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, DOT fan, why don't you explain this one too? (laughs) All right. Well, it starts off with uh, Archie telling his mom that he's going over to Betty's house because she's having trouble with her uh, record uh, changer on her stereo. And Archie's mom asked, can her dad fix it? And Archie said, no, he's out of town, and she needs the master touch anyway. And Archie's mom <laughs> says, ha. And That's so then yeah. Archie Mom is no problem in this. <laughs> Go yeah, give Archie. this girl my master touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes over to her house, and... Uh, Betty and her mom are there, and uh, Betty tells her mom, we'll be up in my room. Archie's going to fix my stereo. And her mom just says, all right, dear. 
And so they're up in Betty's room, and Archie says, is looking at it, and he says, probably an adjustment on the tone arm. Those things are always out of whack. And it takes a light touch, and Betty says, it sounds better already. Archie says, it's not turned on. Now, here's where the fun begins. <laughs> Betty says, maybe not, but I am. Yes, I came out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Suddenly, it's a letter to Penthouse Forum. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, they show Veronica at her house, and she says, I think I'll call and talk to Betty. And she calls and gets Betty's mom, and she asks if Betty's there. And she said, Betty's mom says, she's upstairs in a room with Archie, dear. And Veronica screams, what? What's Archie doing up there? And Betty's mom says, I think he's tinkering with her turntable, dear. <laughs> and Ver- Veronica shouts, all just Betty is. Yeah, so, so Veronica thinks turntable means vagina? What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Betty's adjusting Archie's tone arm. That's very strange. Uh, but, yeah, so Veronica says, don't bother. I want to dream of interrupting. And then she sees Betty at school the next day, and, and she says, well, and Betty's like, huh? I gather you got your turntable adjusted all right. <laughs> and Betty says, oh, yes. Mom said you thought, tinkering with your turntable, <laughs> a likely story. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a, what a tale and, this is. And Betty says he does nice work. When he was finished, <laughs> we made beautiful music together. <laughs> It's sweet, sweet love. And uh, Veronica's all mad and she's uh, stomping the ground. There's dust coming up. She's so angry. And purple. And uh, Archie says, What's wrong, love bug? You look kind of purple. And and, oh, hey, it's the little from the logo on the front of the cover. Uh, Veronica conked them with the book over the head. And Archie's on the ground and he's like, Groan, how come I'm always around when she lets off steam and her head's steaming (laughs) and everything? So that's clearly the best story of the book, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'd say. <laughs> Betty got her turntable adjusted. So. <laughs> now, uh, the last thing in this book, uh, there's an advertisement: Josie and Bucolic Frolic. It's an advertisement. And yeah, this was not nearly as good as the uh, the Aquaman uh, hostess Twinkies uh, advertisement. I'll say that. Yeah, it's like a, one of Josie's in this. I guess this is a <laughs> Josie's bandmate. Uh, I don't know her name, but she's having a what picnic with her po- boyfriend. And then Josie and her other bandmate are nearby in the same park. But Josie's got cold milk and hostess cupcakes. So the other bandmate's boyfriend goes running over there to get the cupcakes. And, oh, Alexandra. Chocolate cake and fudgy icing. Gangway. Yeah, but you you left out the best part of it. What they what I don't know if she brought her girlfriend bought this, but it says flax meal chips and goat cheese spread freeze dried root mix. Did you write this panel, Mike? Now it does. (laughs) Well, the goat cheese part, no, because that's not vegan. But yeah, the other part maybe. Yeah, so Alexandria is a health nut, but she's going. She's still going to indulge in some Hostess cupcakes. So there you go. Yep, she doesn't even care anymore. The date's ruined, but uh, I got a delicious hostess cupcake to look forward to, so that's, <laughs> that's worth it. I'll adjust my own turntable later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a little quiet time. Play DJ. So, 
There it is. Um, all right. So yeah, the rating here, it's get a sense of it. Just little one note jokes spread out over six or eight pages. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> basically what we're dealing with. Not, not I will say it went by very quickly. It, yes, it, it did because there's nothing. A light there. read. Yeah. <laughs> it is very light reading. Yes. Very light reading. Uh, some of it was kind of funny, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, not really. I like the first story with uh, with the dad being all worried oh, about really? Archie messing things up. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. Adjusting the turntable is the best. That's I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah, that's probably number yeah. one. The bruised no. neck and the hickeys, that was weird. That was strange. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Uh, like Archie kissing her like that. That was odd. But yeah, um, I was going to say this 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 issue is probably the the one that I've ever only ever seen where they get like super like innuendo ish. Like usually yeah. they'll just if they're if Betty and Veronica go out with Archie, like they'll go to the movies or they'll go to the the soda shop or whatever, but they don't talk about like going in each other's rooms and turning turntables and being turned <laughs> on. So he's <laughs> never dating just one of them. Like they're always no, like everybody? that's the that's the that's the the heart of one some his problems is like he's always torn between two lovers. I figured he would go would, back and forth though. Like he'd be you know with Betty for a couple issues and they break up and he gets with the other one and then they break up and but no, no it seems like he's they don't do it like that. Every issue is like he's he's in the middle of them. Did and he then, ever like consider said, uh, oh, did he ever consider being Mormon? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Sister wives, I think is the term. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, like I said, they add in like Cheryl Blossom, and I don't know if he ever got with Katie Keene or whatever, because I don't remember. I remember her in the comic books, but I don't remember if they ever linked them up that way. Like she was just a character; she wasn't like a love interest, really. But it's not like it's. And like I said, they they did one where he. I don't know if he had to. Pick, I think he had to pick one to get married to, and I don't know who he picked. I'm going to guess Veronica. <laughs> well, I was going to say security of all that money. Oh, he was going to say <laughs> Betty. See, so yeah, the Raiders are doing their job. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, yeah that's the thing is you kind of you kind of root for you. You can root for either one based on like who you like more, and it can change like issue to issue based on the stories. Well, yeah, yeah in this in this issue, Betty clearly seems like the nicer girl. Right. I mean, she seems well, like... and she gets turned on from his <laughs> yeah. stereo. Yeah, that's right. She likes having her turntable adjusted. So, um, now, the the art in this book, uh, each story is very it's told very simply. Usually the first page, there's like a half a page panel, then two little panels beneath it. And then for like the next four pages, there are six panels per page. Then the final page, there will be two panels at the top and then a half page panel at the bottom. And that's pretty much the same pattern for every story. Um, but it's told consistent. Like, it's easy to follow. You know, the storytelling's fine. And it's cartoony art, of course. Like, you know. Yeah, it looks like Archie. It's what you would expect Archie to look like, yeah. which is good. You don't want to tune in and be like, here, our new artist is Barry Windsor Smith doing Archie. <laughs> like, that would be yeah, bizarre. The other thing I was, was going to say is in the in – the, uh, Single issues like this, they don't do it, but in the digest, they do like part one and part two stories. But the nice thing is they don't do like cliffhangers where you have to buy the next issue. They'll do like continuations. So, but it, they don't end it on a cliffhanger. They just say like, 
the part three is in the next issue or whatever. So that's also how they keep you reading and subscribing. And when uh, I mentioned that one artist at the top of the show, uh, Fiona Staples, I believe is her name. Yeah, she's a very good artist. But when they uh, when they rebooted the series, like she draws it more like comic booky, like uh, like a newer comic book. You know, it's not like cartoony like this. But yeah, it's pretty good. She's a yeah, great artist. It, I was going to describe it as more like three dimensional. Uh, sure. Like it, not a newsprint comic strip, but a I would say, you know, cart. Yeah, I mean, you'll look at it. You'll see. <laughs> but a more modern take on the characters. So, D.O.T. fan, did you watch Riverdale when it was on? Or? Yeah, I was going to mention that. I, I watched, like, when it when I was flipping channels and beyond, I'd stop on it for a few seconds. But I never actually watched, like, a whole episode all the way through. Because, like I said, it seemed like it was kind of, it was kind of like if you were watching, like, Degrassi or something like that. Like, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it as much as I enjoy, like, the comic strips. Yeah, yeah, it seems very different. Like, this is all about, you know, just short little comic stories, whereas that, I'm sure, didn't have a whole lot of comedy. It was a lot more mystery and teen angst. And I've never seen the Riverdale. I I heard it it seemed to be very popular when it came out. But uh, yeah, like that last year was the last season. I know that. So they're not going to be doing anymore. Like I said, they're moving it. They're doing an Archie movie like on Netflix now, and it's supposed to be like a Bollywood type movie, but in English, so they're branching out that way. I don't know how that's going to work though. But well, apparently, Archie is cool. really popular in India. Like I was reading, it's one oh. of the number one comic books there. <laughs> wow! How about that? <laughs> Keeping Archie in business. So, uh, do you have a favorite character, DOT fan, from the Archie group? <laughs> Gosh, um, not really a favorite. I kind of like like the interplay between all of them. I was going to mention there's there's in when it th- this issue didn't have like school scenes and stuff, but when they have like school scenes with like their teacher or the lunch lady or the janitor who for some reason always has like this Swedish accent because he's like a Swedish guy. And I was gonna say on the river, I was thinking, I was just thinking about on Riverdale. I don't know if he was in there because of like his character. I didn't know if they gave him anything to do or whatever. It was more, I think it was more focused on like the Archie group but um like there's so many different characters it's hard to pick like just one favorite you know and like i said they they bring in like you guys mentioned before they bring in new characters and then they give them their own like offshoots so it's kind of hard to follow them unless you want to read the offshoot like six digest their series yeah i'm all in on betty and veronica i like them a lot but, uh, yeah, I say I like in, <laughs> like in terms of choosing. Yeah, yeah, there is Betty a, and Veronica. I like Betty more. Yeah, there is a Betty and Veronica book. So. Yeah, yeah, they've had a series of them for a, a long time, and they had one. I, they might still have of just like Jughead and Friends and yep. Archie, of course, and everything like that. So, what would you give this book one out of ten, there, Dot fan? You know, I'd say probably like mm, eight or so, because like it's <laughs> wow. a turntable story kind of saves <laughs> <Wow>. it. <laughs> a turntable story. Uh, Jack, what do you think? One out of ten for Archie issue three twelve. Um, well, it's obviously very different than what we normally do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's hard to grade it on that normal scale. Uh, but you know what? It's fine for what it is. So I'll give it a five. 
Um, it was, it was, it was fun enough for the most part. The hat story really kind of bugged me, but the rest were pretty <laughs> fun enough. <laughs> yeah, I'll go five as well, middle of the road, but, uh, it's, it was an enjoyable experience, I guess. Now I can say I've read an Archie comic. So that's something. Um, I didn't again, mind it at all. Again, big fan of. Are Biden you guys going to read them again? Or are you guys going to check out like the digest and stuff or based no. on this or not? No. I'm very <laughs> <No>. busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't see that happening. Maybe I'll pick up a Betty and Veronica book. Let's see what's going on with those crazy kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about checking out. There's an Archie versus the Punisher, like Jank mentioned earlier. And they, it was funny. I was yeah. reading about the history of that because I never, I remember like seeing ads about it and stuff, but I never actually read it. And apparently when they did it with Marvel, they, it started out as a joke and then they got their, they put their heads together and decided to actually do it. And what they did was when the Marvel issue released, it was the Punisher versus Archie. And it had their their Punisher character as like the main character on the cover, but the story was the same inside. But it was just different. It was basically mm-hmm. variant covers based on who was doing it, whether it was Archie Publications or Marvel. And I believe from what I uh, read, the story involved a Punisher tracking a drug dealer down to Riverdale. So, yeah. <laughs> and oh, and that was the other thing that kind of held, I kind of like about Archie is they <laughs> kind of. They do. I don't mean to interrupt or anything, but like they do uh, crossovers <laughs> like that, and they also do like they base stuff on like real life stuff. Like they did one where um, they they do like parodies of stuff. Like um, gosh, what would one be like TV shows or whatever, where they're on like the dating game or something like that, but they don't call it that. But it's just it's based on stuff. Well, that makes sense with them, with the guy writing for Cracks magazine as well. <laughs> yeah, he's used to doing movie parodies, show parodies, and stuff. Did they ever do a parody of Barney Miller? Because I'll watch. Oh, I'll read that one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. All right, that's a shame. All right, well there it is, Archie issue three twelve. Uh, Jank, you're up next week. Try and top that. All right, so we're going to go back to our, our kind of normal fare. Uh, we're going to go back to Spider Man, uh, a classic oh. character we've talked about many, many times here. <laughs> yes. uh, but I wanted to do. Um, we're going to look at Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, number 43. It's a good way to talk about the the mystery that defined the 80s uh, of who is the Hobgoblin, although this actually takes place well before he appears. But we're going to look at the first appearance of the guy who ended up being the Hobgoblin and <laughs> see if the pieces were there from the beginning or not. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, that's, uh, Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man, issue 43. We've never done an issue of this book on Flea Market Fantasy, but I recall reading some on that other show Mike Ella did. Here mm-hmm. comes the spider. Yeah, I did as well. Alright, yeah. well, uh, thank you, DOT fan. We appreciate it. And, uh. Sure, thanks for letting me join in. Well, appreciate it. Enjoy you. all those shirts. Yeah. Yeah, buy or, some shirts, everybody. They're really fantastic. <laughs> thank you for the endorsement. <laughs> so until next week, don't get any jank on you. 